I was using. <laughs> By the way. Oh, go ahead. The TikTok. Talk about the TikTok. Oh, we record already? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about the TikTok, though? It is so cozy. I love everything about coffee. It's just, I love it. I just saw a TikTok today, again, since we're on the topic of TikTok. So uh-huh. it's like this girl, she was kind of describing herself. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she said was like, what well, I love being in my own space. So I make it as comfy and cozy as possible. So it feels Ow. like a warm hug when I'm in the room. Mm-hmm. And she said that sometimes the only thing that gets her out of bed in the morning is, her cup of coffee because it also feels like a warm hug to her and i'm like oh my gosh that really is what coffee is at least morning coffee you know for sure morning coffee like when you first get up yeah, yeah. middle of the day coffee is i'm trying to wake up yeah that's different i'm trying to wake up this is cozy. yeah <laughs> seriously oh i love morning coffee now i'm excited for the morning literally just for coffee me too it's like it is definitely what gets me out of bed. I'm like, oh, I gotta go downstairs and make a pot of coffee and then go get ready. Yeah. And then pour my coffee. And the smell of it, the smell alone. Oh, I freaking love coffee. I had to like recently. I had to stop. Um. Oh, welcome to the podcast, guys. Yeah, <laughs> our first like a real episode. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, yes, I've like. <laughs> I recently had to stop like drinking coffee. My cutoff time was seven. Like I would stop drinking coffee at seven, and now I have to stop drinking it at like six because it's been giving me anxiety, and that's never happened before. And it's so frustrating to me because usually, like I've been fine, and now I'm like, this is a sign of either I'm getting old or I'm just under too much stress or something. I d- I don't feel stressed, but like no, because I that's exactly what I had to do too. I was big on the. Well, we had it up. It was looking really cute. I didn't high, like. Hi, my... pony. Yeah, I know. We're just Rock gonna that. do it. Th- we're anyway. just gonna do it this way. I feel just like I look. Just put your hair up right now. So. The third time I'm trying to. Nobody cares. What but... was I saying? Yeah, I was drinking like three. I would have three cups of coffee a day to get me through the work day. Normal, like mm. in the morning when I woke up, and then before each session at work, mm-hmm. I would have another cup of coffee and it was also almost like a meal replacement if I was so hungry and I didn't have food at work I would give myself a cup of coffee so I wouldn't get really angry oh <laughs> but that was also bad because then you're just drinking coffee and empty stomach and yeah. I'm very jittery also very anxious like you said yeah and anxiety not fun no <laughs> definitely not no, and, like, I don't drink it because I'm tired. I drink it because I just, like, want to feel cozy. So, I'm, like, I can – literally, I'll just get decaf. Like, why do I need to have caffeinated coffee? Like, like I mean, I, I – I the decaf instant coffee. Yum. Really? Because it's, like, milky and creamier uh, almost. Uh-huh. To me, it tastes like real coffee because it's – you can make it taste stronger if you just add another scoop of yeah yeah you're totally right i of course (laughs) i love instant coffee because when i was in mexico that's what the sisters had at like where we were staying was instant coffee and now it just reminds me mexico city 
Café con leche. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what made me excited to drink coffee as a kid. Oh. Was every morning my parents would, like, that's the coffee we had in Nicaragua. Really? Then, yeah, that's the only one we had. We'd, we'd always had, like, Nescafe, whatever it's yep. called. You know, yep, yep. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. It would have that every morning and every day. I was like, I would go and hug my dad specifically when he had his coffee. His <laughs> <laughs> coffee, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's when I actually, yeah, that is because I'd go down to grandma and grandpa's and I loved the smell of their coffee when they had like the, what was it? It doesn't mean, yeah, like the Italian kind. Yeah, I freaking loved the smell of their coffee mixed with that. And I also just like, also random memory, but like your brothers going, and I think we see too going like when you guys were down there they would just literally drink the creamer just plain like they would literally open up the fridge and drink just sweet coffee creamer and it creeped me out so much <laughs> they freaking loved it things. of course oh okay I yeah specifically milk was a huge thing the milk in the U.S. is so bad for you. Oh, for sure. Like, it was like drinking a milkshake. Yeah. We thought With was, a ton oh, of artificial so hormones. <laughs> and so they drink, and I'm sure, of course, they drink. That's so gross to think about. Well, I mean, yeah. Probably not. It's just gross now as adults to think about just chugging coffee creamer, but. And yeah, but when you're a kid, I'm like. i on the sweet tooth, that's why. No, I'm not either. But um. I knew someone actually in middle school told me that they loved creamer so much that they would instead of putting milk in their cereal they would use creamer like half and half or like straight up creamer straight up bro like that same brand as the italian roast one but like like the plain no the vanilla one what yeah oh gross (laughs) dude do do they have diabetes (laughs) now no I'm kidding. Oh my, my gosh. Imagine the crash that. after eating that. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what we should do? You know what we should do on this podcast? Like a thing. A thing. A little whatever you want to call it. Just something we should do. A high and a low. Like of your day. We can totally do that. I think of one today, then we can do one for your week. But I think that's always a good idea. No, we can totally. Too low to talk about. I don't know. We're pretty real on here. We can talk about no, I don't. Lows. I don't think I've. I haven't had like crazy depressing lows yet. So I'm. Thank goodness. <laughs> we've had a good. We've had a good 2023 so far. <laughs> I'm six days in. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh yeah. Happy New Year. I mean, yeah, y'all. <laughs> Um, okay. Do you want to go first? Uh, Dude. Sure. Okay, I, I already know my high of today. It was so, it was so great. Um, I was actually done working, and I was in the lobby kind of just logging my hours and whatnot, mm-hmm. and so one of my other coworkers was just coming in for the day, and usually there's a couple people in the lobby Yeah. when, at the same time, we're all leaving at the same time, whatever, mm-hmm. but 
probably was of my hours and go say he he was coming in and just saying hi to everyone and then he looks at me and I'm, I'm like already smiling waiting to say hi to him and he's like hey cheesy and I was like cheesy he's like yeah because you're always cheesing <laughs> like, always smiling and I was like wait hey I like that he's like you like it so now he's calling me cheesy and I'm obviously so I'm, I'm really glad that I'm known for mm-hmm. I'm always smiling at work I yeah think that's a huge improvement from my previous workplaces in terms of how I felt going in mm-hmm. so that's definitely been my high shout out to healthy work environments yeah. oh for sure <laughs> Also, on another friend, another coworker, kind of also a hive. And I thought another coworker like wasn't coming back. That was just my anxiety because I didn't see him. <laughs> Lovey's <laughs> having a fear of abandonment. <laughs> is he still on Christmas break? Or is he not coming back? I was Aww. so worried. I was going to go over work emails and email. <laughs> I saw him today, and I was like, "Holy smokes, you're here!" And then we just high fived each other and went about our day. But it was nice. Solid. Um, a low, I would say. <laughs> I guess we should start with the one end of my eye, but whatever. Eh, whatever. Not, I'll start with my low. Week was my intense period cramps. I felt like it hit me hard my first week, my first day back at work. Mm-hmm. I was not my smiley self. I tried yeah. to be, but it was painful. It's kind of hard but when your today, uterus I, uh, is getting torn apart. I try to redo my, like, organize my room and deep clean it, but I kind of ran out of time. So right now my room is a mess. Oh, dude, <laughs> so I feel that. Stuff. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's a project to be finished over the weekend, but I think that's a good low to have if you ask me. Heck yeah. Or I mean, like, because eventually that'll lead to like so much satisfaction clearing out your yeah. room and everything. I oh cannot gosh, wait really for, for spring because I'm just going to get rid of so much stuff. Like, oh, I can't wait. Bro, I bought a box spring. Did I tell you that? <gasps> oh my gosh. I'm so proud of you. Wait, I thought you had one. Or did you just have your. Oh, I'm, like, just out of my mattress. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Lovey's growing up. In the early 20s, okay? No, yeah, no. I feel like that's... Mattress on the floor last couple months. Hey, it's comfortable. You know, it's still a bed. I just, like, don't, like... Her bed is so comfy. Every day. Yeah. But I got a box spring, and I'm getting my bed frame this week. Wait. Hold on, I'm adding to my high. I booked my flight home to Florida to see my family, and I'm so excited to go. That's exciting. When are you going? Not this weekend, but next. So I leave Friday after work, and then I'm come back Monday because I don't work Mondays anymore. Nice. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thanks. What about you? Tell me about your high and your low. Uh, my low. (laughs) I don't know what my low is to be honest. What is my low? My low is going to the gym and there being too many people there. Oh my gosh, that's a valid low. I literally... No, I hate it. Like, there's just... Oh, wait, I feel like I already talked to you about this. No, but I want to hear it again. And we're sharing it with our podcast. Well, (laughs) I won't get... Well, I'll just say it's just annoying. Because, like, there's some weird people that go there sometimes. Yeah, so I've just been going at a different time. So I changed yeah. what could be negative. I just changed it and started going at a different time. And now I'm like, it's fine. It's chill. And I've had really good workouts Heck yeah, the past two days. You look great, by the way. Thanks. Your skin Dude. Is, like, looking really healthy. 
thanks because I've actually been keeping up with my skincare because I was like, wait, why haven't I been doing? Well, I like remember when my skin. Okay, if you guys don't know, like my skin, I've always had troubles with it because one, my hormones are constantly screwed up. I have autoimmune whatever stuff so it affects my hormones and my gut and all that kind of stuff so it all just like anyways back in the day yeah thankfully it healed very nicely and very quickly over the last couple years and right now she's just popping up and i think it's i think it definitely has to do also with just like not being in a relationship (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah i know i know it definitely is because i'm so at peace now like healing from a bunch of stuff um but yeah no heck yeah yeah no we can um my high well no my high is uh well cool co-workers because <laughs> i oh i, I don't want to give away where i work but anyways um i work somewhere uh <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> i don't want to say it because security issues no neither of us can too, but... for our safety um but i whatever was hanging out with like one of my coworker guys and he had like a lot of like leisurely time where he like what he was doing like there wasn't a lot going on so um <laughs> we were just sitting in my office because I usually just sit in there by myself um like lights off and everything because I hate fluorescent lights because they're not good for your eyes so I literally just sit in my little corner actually my office is pretty big like and nobody's in there there's three different desks in there and I'm just in there all day by myself um but he like was in there with me and we were talking about 80s music and literally for the last hour of work we were just sitting there watching 80s music videos and they're the weirdest funniest thing ever and I was like man I got an in with this dude like he's like him and his wife like both work there and they were both in there and I was like oh he's accepting me because he's showing me all these YouTube videos and everything it was so fun and yeah it was we were dying laughing and it was really funny because his wife would like come in there and like hang out with us for a little bit like it was just a fun day so that was that was my high I think at least for today yeah yeah recently i've noticed that when the last couple days since i've been just having uncomfortable days physically it's kind of been making me a little bit more negative and then now that i'm more aware of it it's so much easier for me to be able to realize that just that finding trying to find the positive in things really it changes your entire personality yeah whole mood Oh, for sure. Changes and it just it's changes. all about mindset. When you, try, when you purposely focus and try to find the good in situations, because when you're so focused on the things that are bother, bothering mm-hmm. you, like making you anxious, it yeah. really wears on you, and it wears on the people around you. Oh, for sure. It's just, it's heavy, and I feel like that, that's almost like an ick, if you will, <laughs> or just like a frustration that I have is when people 
are in a, not even a rough situation, but there's, like, so much good in a situation that you can see, but they're just only choosing to see a negative. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. even when we point out, they're like, yeah, we can do this and this, and then they'll be like, yeah, but it's just so annoying. And I'm like, whoa, you're choosing in this moment to be annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just saying, it's, it's a hard change to make for sure. And mine, I have just recently been working on it. Yeah. You have to be self aware to even notice what you're acting like, I think, to yeah. a certain extent. I said, um, you have to be like self aware to even realize what's going on. Like you're being negative. Maybe you should change your mindset. And, yeah, absolutely. and the so thing is, is like, here. yeah, it, and you're allowed, like, if you're in a crappy situation, you're allowed to, like, feel your feelings, but not sit in them. Yeah, don't let them consume you, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing. People get com- comfortable in discomfort, and they they don't want to leave it. Well, know? it's comfortable being miserable because it doesn't take that. It's not hard to be miserable. It's yeah. more work to, like actually like work on yourself and work on your mindset and like pull yourself out of that it's a daily it's a, literally a daily battle i have to pray about it every day oh yeah like, ugh. i literally have to pray I'm like lord literally just help me help me see you today like help me see all the good around me mm-hmm. even in the most most upsetting or, or in the hardest situations yeah like that's what we were talking about earlier it was our kind of sometimes do something dumb when we're driving y'all i had to save myself from getting in an i honestly like it was completely out of my control but i was like turning and like somebody like on the highway and i go to turn and like the cars didn't stop until i already started turning so i couldn't reverse and i couldn't stay like on the road because there was a car coming (laughs) so all these cars were like lined up meanwhile i know for sure like one of them was my coworkers, and i had to like drive on the side like it like people do it but like usually people do it i'm like y'all are annoying like you're kind like what are you in a hurry for so like i had to like pull in on the side and like drive into the gas station parking lot and i just felt like a psycho anyways that's what we're talking about because i was just like (laughs) yeah it was chaotic Anyways, keep going. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like, for me, that's where I notice my most negative self is driving. Mm. I do not like driving in the state of Michigan. I absolutely detest it, if I'm being honest. Love is already The road rules are ridiculous. Everyone goes five under the speed limit. I'm like, oh my gosh. It is what it is, you know? But that's where all my, neg- like, I'll be so angry in the car and i'll start yelling and i'm like oh and i literally just stop i'll be in the middle of yelling and i'm like wait i'm like why am i freaking out right now yeah like what is it's literally not gonna do anything yeah so, or I'll, like, if, or I'll say something i feel that so, though like bitter and it catches me off guard and i literally i'm like whoa i'm like lord give me patience right now in this moment <laughs> or like some sense of peace that i'm like, yeah i really need it but then, I, like, immediately, that's where I'm, I'm glad I'm aware of it now. But that's definitely where that has a could, if I let it, has the power to ruin my entire day. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of, I don't know. I used to love driving. It's kind of not the funnest for me right now. <laughs> I love road trips. You know, you're not really stopping. You're on the highway. Mm-hmm. You're just going. Yeah. 
Been Bobby's struggling. So far. She's struggling. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I I hate driving downstate, honestly. Like I'm not like a freeway, that's fine. But like in like this like the actual towns and on the actual streets. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me so mad. Like I get so frustrated because I'm like, can we just like move? biggest trigger when people start slowing down when the light's still green because they're expecting it to turn yellow oh i hate that mm, and then they almost just like swore like I'm like, Sir, you made this one. yeah for green. sure for like, sure the freaking boy is mad oh my gosh <laughs> i can't believe i just said yeah anyways <laughs> I remember one time, wait, maybe I shouldn't say this because, no, I'm not going to say it. I can't say it. That's not good to say. No, yeah, I, I have to hold back. Um, Oh, my gosh. What was I, what was I going to say? Shoot. There was something else. Well, anyways, I guess we can just talk about something else because my okay. brain is. That's what I did this week. Big girl move. But I didn't tell you yet, I don't think. I officially registered for my college classes for what? nursing. Oh my gosh, Lovey, that's that's so exciting. I'm so excited. Holy crap. But it's, I, just a, a little background, guys. I went to school for my freshman year of college. I need, because of my medical history, I require, um, what's it called? Uh, adapted services so you know extra time and exams extra time and assignments all that stuff but i kind of didn't take advantage of that my freshman year of college i didn't go and seek that help out so i pretty much failed almost all my classes i was on academic probation and also i just was not liking school so mm -hmm. i took a year off and i really got focused on working i got a really good job and i honestly could just stay with the job without i'm a behavioral therapist in aba cool shout out to all my fellow therapists but anyway <laughs> i so i've been doing that for the last three years or so so i haven't been in school but it's i love this job but it's not the career that i want to do for my life i wanted to be a nurse and i decided i'm like wow all my friends that i was in school freshman year with are graduating and i'm still technically a freshman with failed classes well so I'm like whatever i felt no. like i was having some sort of quarter life crisis yeah you're ready but now so my brain just feels so hungry for like school mm -hmm. and knowledge so i'm going back and i finally i've been putting it off and i finally did it and so that is huge and i'm so so excited i still have like brand new notebooks that i didn't even use for when i registered for my class of sophomore year that i didn't go to um, so I'm excited. I love taking notes. I love writing. My OCD thrives. <laughs> I type everything out and then I rewrite all of my notes in my notebook with like my colors, my highlighters. Oh my god! Process the information. Well, yeah. So satisfying. Yeah. So I'm so excited. That's I'm so really excited. exciting. I'm gonna work through the year. I'm gonna work through the summer. We're like, with, they're all online so that I can keep my full time job. But I'm gonna work throughout the school year through the fall and through the summer so I can pretty much credit load and finish and get to pursuing my nursing career. Dude, that's so exciting. I'm 
excited. Should we share why I want to be the nurse? Are we there yet? Should we just open that up? We can do that. Um, yeah, hang on. Just give me a second. You let me know. Snorting. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. I was just laughing because it's like literally every story of like when I was. Never mind. Just keep going. <laughs> literally. Oh my gosh. Okay. It does. It does. We love and that. Cells, I'm uh, kidding. Anjanine! You're on the podcast, Andy. <laughs> Screaming in the mic. Sorry, guys. Hey, right. I gotta stir it together. How cozy. How can I? Huh? Make my scream big. Okay. Yeah. So, it's leukemia. Um, it's the one I had was common in babies and toddlers. So, automatically, I was put in the highest risk category. Leukemia doesn't work in stages, you know? Of course. <laughs> Lovey gets like the highest. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It doesn't have stages, but my nurse, my doctor said that if it was stage, it would be like stage four or five, which is kind of scary. It's but I'm so glad so... I didn't ask her until after treatment because yeah. I kept telling myself I was just like low risk. <laughs> All throughout treatment, I was like, people have it so much worse than me. You know, it's true. People definitely do. But being in that environment for three years, I had, I had it for three years. It was supposed to be two, but because it was so intense, they had to stop treatment several times, and mm -hmm. it dragged the process out a bit. But, yeah, so three years of my life, pretty much my entire high school experience, and the end of my middle school experience, and, you know, the effects, I have, you know, long-term side effects that will continue on, probably forever, but nothing that's not manageable. The mm -hmm. point is, being in that environment for so long really... Is, that's what made me want to be a nurse, specifically in pediatric oncology. So I just want to be that fun, shiny experience that these kids have on, you know, maybe their worst days. Mm -hmm. And just if I ever work the night shifts, I'll be the most gentle, quietest nurse on the floor. <laughs> Use minimal lighting because... <laughs> you know how it feels. Oh. Probably the most frustrating experience out of all of it. Like, then they wake me up at 6 a.m. How did you sleep? Like, what do you mean, how did I sleep? What do you For real. <laughs> but. It's yeah, so bizarre. I want to, I want. People try to, people typically stay away from that unit when it comes to nursing because it's 
so sad, and I think that's why mm-hmm. that reason specifically is why they need more nurses is that enjoy being there because mm-hmm. you know it's heavy. Patients aren't patients aren't ignorant to what the their nurses are feeling. So yeah, I want to go in there and I want them to know that I want to be there and I want to help. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm going back for nursing, and I'm so so excited to get back in school and just get that degree and get it done heck yeah yeah it's gonna be so satisfying it's definitely also why my love language is acts of service <laughs> mm. you know yeah like what i depended on basically for three years for sure and so so i take take that love language extra seriously yeah i'm definitely all five but my top most prominent one is acts of service mm-hmm yours my top one yeah uh quality time which i feel like yeah. is a given that's very important to quality me time words of affirmation, perhaps. yeah exactly that oh wait <laughs> is it that i think it's like three like i think two of them were like exact i think it was words of affirmation and physical affection yeah. whatever that is physical yeah, touch um <laughs> yeah i yeah yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's a huge. There's five, by the way. A lot of people don't know that there's five love languages. Yeah, I read the book. So there's acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, gift giving, and physical touch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all five. Let's see. I think everybody's all five. There's just some. You know what I mean? Some that are yeah. Rank them in order. Number one, acts of service, quality time, uh, physical touch. Physical touch and words of affirmation are pretty much right there next to each other. Mm-hmm. And what was the other? Was that three? Did I just say three? Yeah. Uh, physical touch. I'm going to say is going to be last. What's the second to last? Why am I blinking? I just said all five. Words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, physical touching, gift giving, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like putting up, bringing up the list so I don't forget. I'm just so aware of how people. I'm so aware of other people's love language that when I see it, when I I just like want to show them love in the way that they like to receive it. Oh, for sure. And I just also, I also really appreciate it when they're showing me love in the way that they like to give it. Yeah. So. And that's. So I just. Whoa, you're cutting out for some reason. Why are you cutting out? Let me just cut out for like two seconds. Anyways, that's why you, what? By the way, that's why I love it because this is how people show love and so that's how they show it. Yeah, exactly, and that's why it's that's yeah, that's why it's so good to like learn other people's love languages too, because you can you feel like you're not being loved, but actually they're just loving you in the way that they know best or know how. But also good to know how your partner receives love the best way. Exactly. Huge, huge, huge aspect in every relationship and friendship is 
knowing what your person's love language is so they are able to receive it and you're able to give it in a proper way and also you know for you to be able to receive receive love in the way that Mm -hmm. you feel it the most yeah that's lovely I almost don't know what to do though when I receive it. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, it's really hard. Like, I'm so appreciative. I don't even know how to show you how much I appreciate this. Sometimes it makes me uncomfortable, if I'm being honest. Like, receiving. Actually, it's not as hard for me now, but it used to be so hard for me to like receive physical affection. Like, I loved it and like my heart craved it, but it made me so uncomfortable for some reason for a while now i'm just like i love it i I love it but also like our trauma coming into play there yeah because i love physical touch but before i healed from my wounds i couldn't stand it unless i really really like trusted you yeah fully i do not want to be touched by you yeah i mean that's a don't come in my personal bubble yeah but if I if I trust you, I will just want to hug you all the time. I want to cuddle you, just be there next to you. I don't care. We just share a blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, but I I totally it really yeah. Depends on like, you know, your levels of trust and also what you've been through. Mm-hmm. But I I really do enjoy physical touch now. But I can say the last couple of years it was a battle for me. It was crazy because a lot of my sisters and a lot of my sisters love physical touch. And obviously, I was accepting to theirs because they're my family and I trust them. But it was, like, on a time limit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could only handle so much of it. And then I would start to get overstimulated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Now I could just take a long nap with my niece. <laughs> but you were in survival mode, too. Like, your energy yeah. was going towards surviving like you had no energy to give to others at that yeah. time like you just really had to yeah, give to yourself right. and that's like i feel like this people don't it. give themselves enough credit to like you're in that and you're in survival mode like you just can't like you you don't have the space to do that at that time and i think that's a huge yes I, you're so right i never thought about it that way but i think i feel like if i'm not able to reciprocate on the same level as, as the other person is giving, then I can't do it because I feel, you know, if uh, yeah. they want to show me love in the way that they give it, like if there's this physical touch and they want to hug me or whatever and I'm not able to reciprocate that, mm-hmm. it's just, it, they don't deserve that and they don't deserve my discomfort. And so because of that, I would pull away until I'm comfortable enough to be able to return it yeah in a healthy way so that, so that they don't feel like a burden because they're not it's just simply my own wounds that were coming into play but also but, you're not a burden for being in that space for not being that and I, they and yeah, people can absolutely. be just uncomfortable for a little bit people can yeah. people can stretch themselves to be uncomfortable when you're going through stuff like yes. yeah exactly so like like okay so that's a good yeah if someone else's love language is physical touch and i'm having a really hard time and i absolutely don't like physical touch mm-hmm. to make them feel better i would still sit there and like maybe give them back scratches or something mm-hmm. or a hug if they if that's what they needed but yeah yeah i yeah. think it definitely comes down to you know obviously your level of comfort yeah and what you've been through but it's also it's good to be aware of that though some people just don't know why they're uncomfortable with certain things and i think it's 
definitely good to understand why you are. Yeah, figuring out what's why. Yeah, exactly. It's huge. Hey, that's the first step in healing is figuring out what you need to heal from, you know? Yeah, and being self-aware, like what's going on and acknowledging. I think like acknowledging what you're feeling because for so long, like how I was, I just like literally like when I'd feel like I want to cry, I'd literally just tell myself like you're not going to feel like you're don't feel. I'd literally tell myself that and then I just like literally go into like like I don't know why but I feel like drawing a line down my face but like I'd literally just straight face it and like shut down and my brain would go black and I would just not think about anything. That's insane. But like that's how talk about, talk about survival <laughs> But now now I'm like comfortable like cry like somebody was telling me a story and it was really um personal and like I didn't it wasn't out of pity either and I told them that but like um and they like knew they knew it wasn't out of pity but like I was like comfortable enough to like oh like I can show emotion I can if I like want to cry because this is a heavy story I can and like I was definitely tearing up but like before I would not (laughs) but yes and it just shows like that was back when I was like 18 19 and now I'm like I'm not that way anymore yeah those years are freaking I they're not I like how I keep saying high school was actual like if honestly okay I have explicit on here we're gonna swear I try not to swear but like high school was shit it was shit and like honestly like I don't really god love them but like I don't care to even be around anybody from that time because like I forgive them but like I don't need you in my life like that time was terrible that's that's great yeah um yeah remember building up to graduation day building up as in the entire senior year every time my mom would see me in the hall my mom was a teacher (laughs) yeah teacher at the high school that i went to and sometimes she just see me in the hall and she's like four more months we got those four more months i'm like "Ah, i know (laughs) but like it was just i did not even senioritis i just didn't want to be there yeah Ugh, not even against nothing against you were it simply wasn't the place for me i know was ready to be out you were going through I, a lot too I, yeah i was going through some stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh man senior year specifically was just not fun for me oh Junior year was hard too. Whatever, it is what it is. But... <laughs> Junior year, freshman year. No, I'm kidding. I'm just being. Freshman year to school. I know. <laughs> I was just going down the line. I know. Uh, Lovey's casually getting helicopter rides. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. We are just talking about how shitty high school was. <laughs> Us being, but it's fine. No, you know your feelings, how you would, like, shut them off. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. I, 
Okay, another thing is I recently quit smoking weed, which is huge for me. I'm not, I wouldn't say I was a long-term pothead. Y'all, I was very concerned for Lovey. I was so concerned and I was trying to hide it. And I really was like just quietly praying because I was like, oh no, (laughs) Lovey, I'm scared for you. (laughs) We're very happy. The Lord works so quickly. (laughs) Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
pretty much high the entire day. Spiral. I do so. that. I'm that way too. If I'm, yeah. I remember you telling. I remember telling you and you. I told you right after I made the choice that I was quitting. I didn't hear. It was so happy. <laughs> you like, thank God. I was so scared. I was like, I love you. <laughs> Getting out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I and the thing was, I was like, if it was gonna keep like going on, I was gonna say something, but I was like, I'm just gonna see if the Lord will just take care of it because I feel like He'd have a better way of, and He did honestly. Like, what am I gonna say? Like, and would it even really like do anything if I said anything? Probably not. You know, you had to come to the, you had to come to that decision by yourself. Yeah. Everybody has to just, quit. yeah, everybody has to come chill. to it. I definitely probably would have chilled out a little bit if you told me. I could tell sometimes. I could totally tell sometimes. I was like, okay, she's getting rude. And I would, like, stop telling you. But that's when I was like, wait, why am I keeping this a secret? That's when it started to feel iffy was when it yeah. started to feel like I couldn't even tell people. Yeah, you'd like, be in a little sneak. As soon as it starts being, like, a secretive thing, it's really getting kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, I quit, and that's a huge, huge part of my healing. I physically feel so much better. Heck yeah. And your I lungs so are like so happy right now. Know... What was that? I said your lungs are so happy right now. My lungs are so happy. <laughs> I can. Could... <laughs> like, run up the stairs and I would smoke. And I'm like, holy <laughs> crap, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Honestly, like, so funny. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking of them like drying up and being shriveled. Yeah. You know what's crazy is how quick, how quick that change happened. Like that was such a quick response. Your body just like immediately was just like, yeah. And I definitely went through withdrawals. Don't get me wrong, but I also (laughs) it's gonna sound crazy, but the withdrawals are very similar to period symptoms. 
So I just kept telling myself, I'm like, oh, I'm ovulating. Oh, I'm getting my cramp. Like, lightheadedness, dizzy, body aches. Bro, what? I never feel any of those. What? I never get any of that, bro. Anyway, sorry. I I keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, our bodies are so amazing, truly. But for real, I was like, but I also knew that normally I don't get all these symptoms all Mm -hmm. at once. You know, Mm -hmm. I was going through them, and I was—I remember driving home from the retreat where I had this full conversion, and I was great. I was feeling great, and then out of nowhere, I started feeling so sick. And I was like, oh, I'm just car sick. But I was like, I don't get car sick in the front seat. It's not a thing for me. I had to unbuckle my seatbelt and stick my head out the window in the winter air like a flippin' dog to try to regulate my my body because it was so out of sorts from going through withdrawals. Thankfully, it didn't last too long, the withdrawals in general. Yeah. And I knew that to make it feel better i would have to smoke but that desire was gone so i was just like no i'm just gonna tough it out and i did and i i feel so good i did i hit like a a dab pen once since i quit but it was after taking a long break mm-hmm. and i was like Ugh, it didn't feel the same you don't even like it now slow. it actually felt so disgusting i was like this is so gross like this is not it and i I, before I would be like funny when I was high. Yeah. And now that I just sat there on the couch and I <laughs> was just like, it was in a social setting and I was just like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to any of these people. And yeah. I was becoming so critical into my own head and I was like, eh. And they, they would try to talk to me. My conversation was not flowy, <laughs> which I take pride in good conversation. And I actually went to take a nap specifically so I could sober up and then. I came back out and I was a whole different person again. I was mm. like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't miss that at all anymore. I just don't. It's just not the same, and I'm, I'm glad it's not. It's different in all the best ways. Yeah. And thank you, because I know without your prayer, it wouldn't have been. I could have been much, much worse. So, and I know my mom's always praying. Yeah, for me. your mom definitely. Plus we have that. We have that spiritual connection. I just know it. Yeah. One action. You guys have that spiritual connection. Don't want to ask her to. Yeah. (laughs) I ask God to to, to just like put me in her mind and she'll just start praying for me. I mean, she prays for all of of her kids, obviously. Yeah. Extra prayer. Extra. Yeah. She knows. A little boost. Yeah. For sure. So that was. It's definitely a huge, huge part of my healing. Man, this has been a solid podcast. Heck yeah. Like nothing to talk about going into it. I know. I knew we'd be fine. We're at 26 minutes, by the way, for the um thingy. So, yeah. You want to wrap it up? We can, yeah, we can wrap it up whenever. Okay. Um. Yeah. Everything else you can add. Wow, this was a solid episode of weed. Um. Uh, highs and lows. <laughs> Literal <laughs> highs and lows. Conversations <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> <Man>. um, <laughs> moral of the podcast here. I don't know. Self aware. Huh? Be aware of your. Oh, <laughs> like, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm so confused. I don't know. Like, no, I for sure. Writing to just try to see the good in every situation. Mm, yeah. yeah. And allowing yourself to feel. No. I think. You know, it, 
and it's definitely easier said than done yeah but it it makes a huge huge difference yeah and y'all don't push down your emotions like me and lovey because it screws you over don't do that don't do it it screws you up in the long run yeah literally literally if you take a weekend where you're not doing anything literally go to therapy like it doesn't even yeah yeah and if you also <laughs> everybody literally go to therapy. No, uh, not it's not for everybody, but I freaking love it. No, it's definitely not. But yeah, yeah. Hey, if not, you can just listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can hear our. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. If you need professional help, definitely get it. <laughs> yeah, no, don't look to us for advice. Honestly, like I feel like we're still going through. <laughs> Actually, we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're on the up, but like, still. Oh, for sure. Dude, spooky stuff. Gosh. I don't even remember New Year's. Uh, I, like compl- I literally look like New Year's last year. Person. What was I doing? Was I even? Yeah, no, depression. <laughs> depression. Yeah, I was just not taking care of myself. Yeah, me neither. I will say I'm definitely more pale now that I'm living in Michigan. Well, that's a given. <laughs> that's a given. Oh, I know. I like saw myself. I was like really looking at myself. I was taking my makeup off. Is what it was. I was taking off. Dude, we got less than a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, okay. The first thing my dad said to me when he saw me when I visited for Thanksgiving, he's like, whoa. Oh my gosh, Bellis, you're so pale. And I'm like, that's the first thing he says to you? I'm sorry, Uncle Fernando, we're going to work on this. Okay, okay, okay. That's the point. I was like, I try to spend all my time. I did. I spent all my time in the sun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you tan pretty quickly, too, obviously. It's a given, but yeah. Okay. We're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. We appreciate you guys yeah. listening to our chaos and our um, yeah, and uh, we appreciate you. Pray for Lovey's um skin that she gets really tan when she's in Florida. Yes, I want that melanin to be popping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, all right, bye, y'all.